Anyang fellow army, welcome to We Got No Jams. I'm your host, Uni Sarah, and I am here to talk the tea about BTS. Welcome to episode seven. Woohoo! Seven weeks of podcasting. I am so excited about that. I honestly, uh, when we started this podcast, was obviously hoping there would be longevity in it, but it's happening. <laughs> so I'm really excited. Uh, but welcome to episode seven. You may notice that it's just me right now, and that is because this is going to be a solo episode. Uh, Jude, unfortunately, actually you may have seen on the Facebook group last week, I posted that our area saw a power outage with a pretty terrible windstorm that came through our area. And poor Jude, her power was out for six days. It just very recently came back on. So she's kind of getting everything back together. Uh, getting her feet back under her. And so she will unfortunately not be joining me this week. We didn't want to do another week without putting an episode out for you guys, though. And so as Jude puts it, this episode is a YOLO solo episode. (laughs) And so uh, it'll just be me, but I'm really excited to talk to you guys about a lot of the things that have happened. And to be honest, a lot of things that have really kind of helped Jude and I through this last week that was very stressful, to be honest. And so I am really excited. So let's dive in. So to start, September, we saw two very special birthdays. And for all those uh, that may have birthdays in September, happy birthday. But for this month, we saw a birthday for Jungkook on September 1st. And then we saw Namjoon's birthday most recently on September 12th. So happy birthday to these two precious guys. (laughs) And also kind of coinciding with their birthdays, very special. They saw the number one spot on the Billboard Hot 100. And if you are a fan of BTS, I feel like you know this already, so I'm not going to talk too much about it, but it was so exciting. And you could really see that it was very, like, very extra special that it really kind of fell on both of their birthdays. And they just had a ton of videos out just really expressing just gratitude and again being so humble and just I'm this is a dream I can't believe this is happening all the things that we I feel like I I would have expected to hear them say just because again they're coming from this place of being very humble but I was so excited this is such a huge milestone and a goal that, you know, they have been talking about for a while. And so now they're, they've kind of set new goals, which I am excited to, to see them accomplish because I know they will over, you know, the next uh, probably year. You know, I'm really excited. But just wanted to start off by saying, you know, happy birthday to Jungkook and Namjoon and for any other armies that have birthdays in September. Um, the other thing I did want to talk about as well, kind of before I get into like the videos and just all the tons of things that have come out over the last week, the members, it was reported that the members have now become shareholders in Big Hit. I, as you know, I'm a big fan of just the business side of this company and kind of what they do. And they announced that each member is going to get over 68,000 shares. And this is a gift from Hitman Bang himself to reportedly strengthen long-term partnerships and kind of boost morale. And I love to see this. The guys, BTS, have, you know, they started 
with big hits when you know when big hit became a label i mean they were the first ones kind of signed there you know rm in particular and so for all the work that they've done and for all the recognition and just the explosion that they have seen especially over the last few years i like to see that they are getting to become you know uh, shareholders in this company that they in I, I mean it's not them entirely that you know built this company by any means but they are a huge part of it and so I like to see that they're now going to be able to kind of have longevity in this company even after they you know dare I say you know after they no longer are, are part of BTS they're still going to be a part of this company and I am excited to you know one day when they get to that point see what they do with that and see if they you know take other parts other roles within the company and so I thought that was really cool and you guys again know that I'm I'm all like nerding into the business aspect of big hit so I, I really thought that was pretty cool but let's get into all of this dynamite promotion just so much content so they have released a ton of kind of short clips on YouTube just tons of interviews, like fun games, all kinds of different things. So the ones I, uh, there's a lot. So I'm just going to kind of pick a couple of the ones that I really liked to see this week. And the first being BTS's J-Hope Dances Just Like Dynamite. This was on the Ask Anything chat. And I'm not going to lie, this actually was two weeks ago that this one came out. But we didn't do an episode last week, so I'm talking about it. This video was so funny. I really liked it a lot. So you know it's going to be a good interview or video in general when the first like question being asked them gets such a chaotic answer. It's it's my favorite. So this video is them answering some fan submitted questions. And the first one is what's your favorite lyric in Dynamite? And they all just immediately start singing whatever their favorite lyric is on top of each other, yelling it out loud, singing at the top of their lung. It is like such a chaotic moment. And I love that this is how this clip starts. It's so perfect. And you know that they're, you know, comfortable and they're having a good time when this is kind of how they're setting the tone for the video. Really liked it a lot. And so they were asked, like I said, a bunch of questions from fans. Some of the ones that I really liked uh, was they were asking RM if he's going to go back pink. He's like, nope, that's not happening ever again. (laughs) And Jungkook in the background is just calling him pink boy. Pink boy. (laughs) He calls calls him that a couple times. It was so funny. And uh, another question being asked was, you know, what is Hobie's reaction to the fans and how much they like he destroyed them with the looks that he had and the promotion photos for Dynamite. And they all start giving him a hard time. It was so funny. And he was just like very sweet about it. And he's just like, thank you, you know, for the support. But like all the guys kind of ribbing him about those photos was so funny. And then other one I wanted to mention was they're asked what their favorite animal is and Jungkook immediately just shouts out Brachiosaurus like what Brachiosaurus I mean I also like dinosaurs that wouldn't have I feel like been a go-to so like it was just such a unique answer and really was highlighting as well his English His English is getting so good. And I know that he's mentioned a number of times how hard he's working on it. And so I really hope he sees that. I mean, it's impressive. He's uh, his vocabulary is pretty expansive. I mean, to Brachiosaurus, he mentioned melatonin when they were talking about trying to sleep. I mean, these are pretty like this is not just like travel English that he's talking about. So I was really impressed through this clip where Jungkook's English was really shining through. 
So that was a really fun video. They also had a reverse the verse, which was posted on the Sirius XM YouTube channel. But it actually seemed like it was coming out of the same place where they took the Ask Anything chat footage because they were in the same outfits and all that. But this one was really funny. They were played a clip of the verse of a song, but in reverse, hence the name reverse the verse. Very clever. And just a couple quick things that I really loved um, that they mentioned was they recognized they recognized all their songs right away. But Boy With Love, they immediately turned that into a moment to do a shout out to Halsey and make sure she's doing OK and that they miss her. And I just uh, it's so sweet. I love that so much. And then um, they also during their recognition of DNA, they knew that one right away. RM mentioned that they had performed that at the AMAs in 2017. And as you guys know, or if you if you heard the intro episode of our podcast, I mentioned that is where I got into BTS was that exact performance. When he said that, I was like, oh, my gosh, that was my like special performance that got me into you guys. And he doesn't even know. But it was uh, just a cool moment that I liked out of that video in particular. But like I said, they have tons of interviews out there as they're promoting Dynamite. So it was that I if you get a chance to kind of catch them and watch them, and I imagine there's going to be more that come out as well. They're just so fun, especially the ones that they are more relaxed and you can tell they're having a good time. Big fan of that. So the other thing they have been doing though, in regards to like promoting dynamite, they've been performing, they've been performing the song and they've been on a couple different shows. The one that I really wanted to talk about you guys was the NBC today show. I feel like, a fellow army is on board with me and my love of this performance because there's so many clips on Twitter in particular right now of the guys um, from this particular performance. It was so good. They performed not only Dynamite, but also and Pan Man, which I'm a big fan of. And I actually haven't seen them perform this in a while outside of like the concert from last year. And so they they start with the performance of Dynamite. They're wearing all blue, like pastel blues. The set is all like a pastel blue. It's really aesthetically pleasing. And it, I really liked just kind of the setting and like the, the idea of the performance and how it would look. Really liked it. But the vocals on point this one really did sound like they were singing live and in the volume that they had their vocal set to i was a fan of because you can actually hear them you they like very clearly over the background track so i was a big fan this was such a good performance everyone sounded amazing but then like i said they performed and pan man and i love this song i love this performance the choreography for this uh, this song is really just a lot of like wobbly knees, arms out, like hero poses. It's just a very fun song and it's a fun song and I really enjoy the choreography. And the last thing I'll mention about this performance is so many foreheads, you guys. Everybody except I think Jin is the only one that has his bangs down. Everyone is rocking the parted look, foreheads, foreheads for days, you guys. Even Jungkook. Jungkook had his hair parted. Oh my gosh. I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't handle it. Oh, and I forgot another thing too. Like, I'll just like Twitter going nuts over like a clip of Inan Penman. They fly backwards as part of the choreography and like land on the ground. And there's a video of, of V and Jungkook in particular because V like smacks himself in the head and fly like like more gently kind of lowers himself to the ground but right next to him complete opposite of what V's doing is Jungkook who 
flings himself so high up, smashes down <laughs> onto the ground, like full tilt, just like commitment. It was just like the juxtaposition of those two. It was so funny. And I've been really enjoying that clip in particular. I watched way too many times last week and like on my phone with no power. It was just like really cheering me up. That was such a good clip. But yeah, so they've been, again, performing Dynamite in particular all over the place. There's there's definitely more performances out there to to check out. uh, But I really wanted to just kind of highlight that one because I loved it. Tied into, again, more promoting for Dynamite. There was a particular interview that I am going to bring up. And I it was unique in that this was for the KBS News 9 uh, channel. And so it had definitely a more serious tone to it it was on a you know a news station the news anchor i will say that did this interview i love her i love her so much she was such a she had such great questions she i think you can really tell they were nervous i mean they were nervous in this interview and she did a great job in my opinion of keeping it fun keeping it light but still asking very good questions and really engaging each member so I really like this interview a lot so I did want to just bring this up really quick if you haven't had a chance to watch it uh, it was really good they the the guys walk into the news channel or the station rather um, they're all masked up they uh, the the news anchor like lets us know that they got special permission to not have the masks on. They all take it off. Everybody's very courteous and, what you know, they all introduce themselves. It's, it, like I said, kind of a more serious vibe, but they talk about, you know, how excited they are to be there, that it's a really cool station, the set and all those things. And they talk about the Dynamite single being so successful, topping the 100 billboard. You know, why did they choose this genre? They talk about it just being hopeful and cheery and that they just really wanted to do the best they can in this particular setting to make people feel good, you know, during these really tough times. And so they chose disco because it is kind of a more upbeat genre. And a lot of people are familiar with the genre. They feel comfortable. It kind of spans generations. So it's sort of why they chose the genre. Um, Like I mentioned to, uh, I have a comment right now here on my notes that like they, they seem nervous, like V in particular seemed a bit nervous while he was asking or rather answering some questions. Um, But they talk about how they realize as they're kind of breaking these milestones and and really becoming big, they they realize their popularity when they start hearing the cheers and they, you know, show up for events like this where they walked into the station and there were people outside like cheering them on and they were showing up for, for them and their arrival. And that kind of led to them talking a little bit about what was different in the past to what's you know, what things are like now. And of course, probably my favorite answer of this whole interview is from Jin. And he responds to that by saying, we get to eat more now. <laughs> they get to, I can eat three steaks if I want to. And how in the past they were on just such a budget and they couldn't, you know, they didn't have a lot of options. And it was just like the most Jin answer. And I loved it so much. Um, and then Jimin, of you know, follows up with a, a little bit more of not a serious answer, but, you know, from his perspective, he said the biggest difference for him was that they all seem to have more of a peaceful mindset. They're still doing what they love, but they're able to do so in, in more of like peace, which I, I'm so happy to hear that. Honestly, you guys, I mean, from for everything they've done and all the hard work and just it makes me happy to know that they're able to do what they love, but in this more 
like a place of of being more calm and and still I don't know it just to me seems like a better mental health like headspace which I think um, again just happy to hear so that was a really great interview I really liked it a lot like I said it was a little bit more of a formal interview but they had really great questions being asked of them and RM in particular Namjoon had some really insightful answers as always and so if you get a chance to check that out I, I do highly recommend that one as well but speaking of RM I wanted to talk about the V Live. Ah, you guys. So they did a V Live and it was for RM's birthday and I was so happy. They have done a V Live um in the past, you know, couple weeks when they talked about Dynamite and they um did kind of a combo video of Jungkook's birthday and then talking about the Hot 100 with Dynamite. So it was kind of a combo video. But the, the V-Live that came out for Arm's birthday, this is the type of V-Live that I love. And we haven't had one of these for a while. And it's just RM sitting in front of a camera. Definitely feeling awkward, as they all kind of seem to do if they haven't done the V-Lives in a while. They mentioned that. But it's just so fun. I, I love the one-on-one just kind of talking to us V-Lives. And, oh, oh I'm all about it. Um, so in this you know, in the, the V-Live starts, RM is like fixing camera angles and he always seems to be very, in particular, like particularly RM, very concerned about his hair and how he's looking and the angles and, and the lighting. And he kind of always starts his V-Lives that way, I feel like. So this is very typical. The, um, a bunch of the guys come in to sing happy birthday. So J-Hope, uh, Jungkook and Jimin initially are the first three that come in. They carry the cakes in. They're singing. It's so it's loud. It's goofy. Um, the guys are just chatting with him and how was his day? And then they start dancing in the background. And that clip I've seen on on the internet as well with the the, the guys in the background just kind of dancing around Namjoon. So cute. And the one thing I'll say too is this year they didn't get like chocolate or cake all over RM, which I'm sure he was thankful for. I think it was last year, someone, maybe Jimin, just like got all this chocolate all over his hoodie and he's so patient about it, but I was happy to see he made it through this year unscathed. And the other members start to kind of make an appearance. Jin walks in. You can tell he straight up just woke up and walked in. They show off the back of his head because he has like bed head and he's half asleep. But he shows up and then <laughs> then you guys. I really wish Jude was in this episode right now because this is probably one of my favorite sugar moments in like a hot minute. <laughs> he busts into the camera like field of view with his guitar. He's singing super loud and blasting this guitar and it was like out of nowhere he just like busts in it was so I was dying I was so funny and so he comes in he's singing happy birthday and they all just are you know congratulating him and and sharing you know birthday cheers and all those things and then they do head off and so we're kind of with back to just RM chatting with us and he talks about all the interviews they've been doing and that he you know, is in a place where they, because of the success of Dynamite, they actually ended up having a much fuller schedule than they were thinking because of all the promotions and the interviews and just, you know, hitting this milestone has increased their workload. And he was like, and I'm totally fine with that. (laughs) Like, I'm so thankful for that, which I thought was nice. And then he talked about um, working out. And because in a couple of the interviews, all the other guys are kind of calling him out for 
you know, his new hobby is working out and he's got all these guns and all these arms now. And like some pictures came out and he was like <laughs> super jacked and all these things. And so he's addressing that and letting us know that, yes, he is working out and he is doing strength training, but don't expect anything like <laughs> right now. He's like, no, they're, it's that's out of proportion. Give me like a year and now I'll look different. I want to be, you know, more muscular and toned down. So give me like a year. But it was, <laughs> it was just so funny that he was like addressing this as like, you guys don't get your expectations up right now. And I just thought that was so funny. And then he talked about um, in regards to, you know, a lot of the interviews they were doing the news station, which I just kind of mentioned and that they were nervous. So I, I, he kind of confirmed my thoughts initially when I was watching it that they were nervous. But that he commented that the nerves actually make him do better. He's like used to the nerves now. And he uses it to kind of drive his, you know, his, how he answers questions and how he does in the interviews. Where in the past, you know, he it really stressed him. But now he like uses those nerves because he's used to them. Which I thought, yeah, you're a professional now. And you've been doing it for a long time. So it's really great um, that that's kind of how he approaches uh, that now. And then he also mentioned, and I'll actually comment on this later, but in the soup, this last episode that just aired, he was limping around a little bit. And I was concerned too, like, oh my gosh, I wonder if he injured something. And so he actually addressed this in the V Live and mentioned that he didn't injure himself or anything and he thinks he just worked out too hard. And so he was sore and kind of limping around, but that he's fine. He's fine and healthy and there's nothing wrong with his legs but I actually as soon as he brought it up I was like oh thank goodness because I was I was also worried and I know like it's none of my business or whatever but I saw him limping around in that in that episode and I was like oh no I hope it's okay so it was really sweet of him to address that and then the last thing I'll just bring up as well from the V Live is uh somebody asked him you know if there was no pandemic what would you want to do and he talked about visiting the art museums. You know, he loves to do that. And he mentioned that being the thing he would like to do kind of first, which reminded me that in another of the interviews, um, actually, it was in the news interview, the news channel interview, they were asked to set a challenge for armies to kind of help them get through this. And Young mentioned the dream challenge, which was he would love to see whether, you know, it's written down or an art form or whatever it like medium you wanted to present it to them they wanted to know what would be the first thing you did once the pandemic is safe and over so that's the dream challenge like what would you do as soon as the pandemic's done so we kind of know rm's answer and so he'd hit some art museums which i thought that was great i would love to hear what your guys's dream challenge would be like you know wherever you're at what would you like to do once it's safe to actually like kind of be out in groups and all those things I would say mine is definitely the movie theater I especially in light of break the silence coming out I am sad I I don't feel comfortable going to the theaters right now even if I'm sure that they're cleaning everything and I'm sure it's fine but I just mentally can't (laughs) I can't do it um and so that is something that I really miss I love going to the theater especially for movies designed for the theater if it's an action-packed blow things up or like a horror film where you want it super dark and quiet and like yes please like I really enjoy that a lot getting my snacks getting my treats movie theater so that's my dream challenge answered is definitely going to the movie theater I would like I said I'd love to hear your guys's and I'll actually 
I'll post on Facebook uh, on the group. I'll just kind of once this episode goes out and I get our Umi's playlist up and all those things, I would love to hear your guys' answer on that. Like, what would you do? So keep an eye out for that. That's coming. But that was um, the V Live. I kind of <laughs> kind of veered off a little bit, but that was the V Live. In regards to Bangtan TV, which is a YouTube channel, they did release a couple things. One was just a very quick Break the Silence trailer. So that's, I believe, starting to hit theaters September 24th. So if you're in an area where you can safely go to the theater, I really hope you guys enjoy. Please have some extra Whoppers for me. That is my candy of choice at the theaters, which is a weird one, I know. But have some extra Whoppers for me. I really hope that you guys enjoy it. If you do get to go or you get to go with friends or anything like that, post on our Facebook group. I would love to see photos of you guys going to see the movie. I can't wait. It is going to be really good. And Jude and I will definitely be watching it once it's out on Weverse. So I'm assuming it'll come out on Weverse, but we'll definitely be watching it. But the other video that came out on the YouTube channel was the Bang Tang Bomb Dynamite music video B-side reaction. So they did a reaction to the A side. So this was their reaction. They were all sitting around and chatting about uh, the B side. So they first start off by talking um, just kind of some banter back and forth before the video starts. And they're talking about what B side means and how it's not lower than A side, but another side, a different point of view. That's what I think V mentions. And, you know, BTS side is B or no, no, B side is BTS and A side is army side. And they're just like being funny and like, you know, (laughs) just some banter. And then they start rolling the music video and they're chatting about it. And they mention you know, a couple things where like, you know, how the, how the shooting was and uh, bloopers they talk about in this one, how there's bloopers and someone mentions it's like old Jackie Chan movies. And I was cracking up at that because I grew up watching all the Jackie Chan films and the bloopers are the best part. Hands down. The bloopers are so good. So I just thought it was super relatable that they mentioned like their bloopers being like Jackie Chan movies. I love that. Uh, And then they talk about how fun it was to come up with their own choreo and Jin dances a lot in this one. Uh, They comment on Namjoon spins being, oh, you're like a professional dancer now. It was so funny. And then Suga's part comes up where he does like a Michael Jackson like hip thrust and J-Hope immediately. This is one of my favorite parts of the video because in the background, J-Hope is cracking up when Suga's doing this. So in the reaction video, J-Hope's first, he's like, this Suga's part should have been much longer. <laughs> he's just laughing. He's like, you could tell he loves Suga's particular contributions to this music video. So I loved that appreciation that J-Hope had for Suga. And then they talk about just other, you know, aspects of the video and that they couldn't believe that it was only a few weeks ago that they recorded it and talked about in the Bangtan Bomb. They talk about how now they can watch them performing it live because they are going to be doing a lot of, you know, future performances of it, which we've seen so far. So that was oh, and then they mentioned that, you know, between all the content and the interviews and the promotions that armies are going to love September and they aren't wrong. I am definitely enjoying September in regards to just all of the footage that they're coming out with. You know, it's it's a lot of really fun, upbeat, like they mentioned, hopeful and kind of cheery content, which like I, I don't know, I needed that this week in particular. And so that was really great. So that was new content coverage for you. And so next up, we have condensed soup. This is going to be. Um, actually like 
I don't know, ultra condensed soup? I don't know. Can how, can you condense soup further than condensed? Um, because basically I want to just really briefly actually fly through the last two episodes of In the Soup because we didn't, you know, cover it last week. So episode three and episode four have since come out. So episode three covers day two. Episode four is day three. So day two, they wake up. Uh, Jin's the first one up talking about how hot it is in his tent. So he gets out, starts playing the piano and messing around and just talking to everybody about how he's hungry and somehow convinces Sugar and uh, J-Hope to make lunch for them. <laughs> so he like through his just kind of these passive aggressive comments, he's, he gets those two kind of motivated. And so they make lunch. Uh, later in the video, they show how the theme song was created, which was awesome. It was awesome, you guys. I think they showed a clip of it very briefly in the trailer, but basically it came out of, they were just kind of messing around in the living room. V was playing on the piano beautifully, by the way, just so like, I know again that he had been practicing piano. He's talked about it a lot. I was so blown away by how beautifully he was playing. So he was kind of messing around playing with the piano. Jimin was singing along, making up a bunch of like goofy lyrics And then they kind of started just making the theme song. They started just coming up with everything. They grabbed Suga to like produce it. It was so funny. Like, I feel like sneak peek into probably how they make music a lot of the time where it may start off with just like an idea, like a little lick on the piano. And then it like turns into a song. It was really cool. I really liked that moment a lot. Then the rest of the video just kind of shows more of them kind of messing around and doing little hobbies and painting and it rains that day so they kind of make dinner and uh, Korean pancakes which looked delicious and uh, that's kind of how the night wraps up them kind of hanging out after dinner and then the like I said episode four starts with day three they seem like they stayed up too late. Everyone's getting up super late that morning. I think some of the comments is like Sugar even like goes get, and gets like some soda or something out of one of the little machines. Not the machine, like a fridge. They have like these little soda machine like fridges all over the place. So he grabs one and like the, the translated comment is like, and Sugar needs like a drink to nurse his hangover. And I was like, these guys like party last night. So funny. They all kind of get up late. They're just kind of shuffling around. Um, eventually, J-Hope and Jin go on a quick run. Uh, everyone's kind of making food on and off throughout the day. This is where the limp kind of comes up with RM. He's kind of limping around a little bit, but killing time. And it turns out that they are all heading back to Seoul. So it shows them kind of individually sort of packing and hopping back um actually before they hop back into the cars so they um have packed up all their stuff rm left ahead of the rest of the group so he left on his own and then the rest of them are packed up and they are starting to get into the cars and jen has to run back to the house for something and they j-hope gets his revenge so in bon voyage last season they left j-hope at a gas station And he was so mad about it. And so this was his revenge time. So they all like start chucking luggage into the cars and they take off. It is so funny. And Suga is the is the driver of the gin of the car Jin's going to be in. And he stops and Jin's like, oh, great. And so he starts to put his luggage into the back. He closes the trunk and he's like walking to hop in the car thinking, oh, Suga, stop. That's great. Wrong. As soon as 
his luggage is in and he slams the trunk down. Sugar takes off. It is so funny. It was such a funny moment. And again, J-Hope gets his revenge. So that was really good to see. So that was your condensed soup. Pretty, pretty quick coverage on that. Um, but these episodes are, I just am really thoroughly enjoying them. It is more low key. Like there's not, you know, a ton of stuff happening as opposed to like Bon Voyage where they're go, go, go. They're doing all these things. They're going out. I mean, they can't do that. And so this is a really cool way to just see them hanging out, doing things that they want to do figuring out how they're going to spend their time because they mentioned a couple times like, what do I do now? How do I, what do I do? Like they're, you know, trying not to be bored necessarily, but just like really figuring out like, oh, I don't have anything to do. What do I do when I get to kind of make those choices? So really good, really, um, really enjoying this show right now. And that kind of, yeah, concludes condensed soup. So you know what's up next. You know what's coming Uni's playlist time. Uni's playlist. And so, yes, I'm coming to you hot this week with my pick. I'm only going to do one pick. I'm bringing a song to you guys for Uni's playlist this week. Um, it does have a music video, so I'll talk about that a little bit. But the song I'm bringing is J-Hope's Airplane. Yes, J-Hope's Airplane. So Airplane is off of J-Hope's uh, mixtape Hope World, which I'm obsessed with for sure. And it's such a good album. There's like tons of great songs. Actually, three music videos came out of Hope World. Oh, excuse me. Two? Two came out of Hope World. Yeah. For some reason, I was kind of lumping chicken noodle soup in with that, but that came out later. So two music videos came out of Hope World and one of them was Airplane. And so I will say this is probably the most understated music video from J-Hope. He has a he has a lot of like vibrant colors and a lot going on and a lot of imagery and symbolism and there's just like a lot typically in his music videos. But Airplane again a little understated, but it is I love this song. And I will say I'm bringing this song this week in particular because it's just it's got swag it's kind of like low tempo like it's just such a chill vibey song especially off of hope world that has a lot of dance tunes and and more like uh, up tempo songs so this one kind of stands out a little bit to me uh, off of this album and i i really the music video is very stylistically like swaggy like he's in a car he's wearing cold jackets his hair's like got some volume to it he's not doing a ton of choreography if at all I mean he's just kind of standing and there's angles of him and he's singing along and he might be you know dancing a little bit but it's definitely like a chill song and it's a chill music video and the song itself is is I really like it. It kind of starts off by talking about the growth he's seen where, you know, in the past he would look at the sky and wish that he could travel and, you know, be on those airplanes. But now he, you know, flies first class and he can travel wherever he wants. And um, and then it kind of transitions into talking about not caring about the haters now. You know, it's you're sorry you're out there alone, like I don't care, you know, about the hate that you're sending my way. In particular, there's a lyric that I really like, and it is, um, I like airplane mode, turn off my concerns. I really like this. That, 
I like the concept of just shutting negativity off. You just shut it off like airplane mode. And I, you know, in the context of the song and it's really he's talking about, you know, growth and where he's at now. And now he doesn't, you know, pay mind to these haters because he's flying, you know, and doing his own thing and he's successful. And so I really liked just the airplane kind of concept that he used to kind of describe these things and, and kind of relay this message to us and for him to, you know, turn on airplane mode and shut everything, you know, shut that negativity down. I really like that a lot. And that's something that I actually will probably use like in times of like not feeling great or if I'm, you know, feeling like there's a lot of neg- negative influences around me. Hmm, airplane mode, done. <laughs> so yeah, that's my pick for Uni's playlist this week. J-Hope's Airplane, which was where Airplane Part 2 came out of. So if you've heard BTS's Airplane Part 2, it was inspired by this song. And in fact, um, snips of J-Hope's rap from Airplane made it into Airplane Part 2. So really enjoy the song. It's really good. Like I said, it's kind of a more understated music video. And the song itself is so, it's just so cool. It's so cool and swaggy and like good chill vibes. So really enjoyed it. And so I wanted to bring that to you guys. So that is Uni's playlist. And that's the episode, you guys. I did it. (laughs) I did it. And I'll also be editing it, which normally Jude edits. So please keep me in your thoughts. I'm like going to be kind of manhandling this editing job. So hopefully everything turns out. And I hope you guys like this episode, this YOLO solo episode. But we, I just, I know myself and you just wanted to really share our thanks and just appreciation for all the love and support that we've gotten, you know, through this podcast. But in particular, when we weren't able to put an episode out last week, I really apologize about that. We definitely, like, our intent is to get episodes out every week. And unfortunately, it just didn't happen last week. But we really appreciate your guys' patience with us. I, again, really hope that you enjoy this episode and check us out on social media we have a twitter we have an instagram and we have a facebook page and a group so we have a facebook page and a group now so you can kind of find us across all those um avenues via we got no jams podcast and if you are enjoying the podcast if you can spread the word I would really love to connect with, you know, more armies. I'd really love to hear a little bit more in regards to like feedback from you guys of what content you want us to cover or maybe we we actually were talking about maybe doing like a giveaway where I don't know what the uh, like thoughts are. <laughs> I don't know where that's going just yet. We're kind of brainstorming a little bit. Maybe, you know, doing a giveaway for whatever, you know, if you guys think that's a good idea or like what, you know, what you would want to partake in in order to be a part of this giveaway. That would be cool. Um, But either way, we would really love to just connect with you guys more. So if you, you know, spread the word a little bit on the podcast, just kind of bringing more armies into, you know, being listeners with us, I would love that. And so, um, and hopefully you would too. (laughs) So again, just wanted to thank you guys so much as listeners of our show. Thanks for your patience with us again for last week. But I hope that you guys have a great rest of your week and we will talk to you next Tuesday. Annyeong! Yeah. <laughs>